Welcome back to Range Anxiety. It's that time again, 30 years of automotive, mucking around with cars in 30 minutes. And wasn't that an interesting uh, intro? Does anyone know what that was? I know what it was. I grew up around that sort of thing. Well, not around it, but listening to it. Luckily, I've been to a few uh, Grand Prix in my time. Uh, that there is the sound of our people. That there is, say, I reckon that's an early 90s F1 sound. It sounds to me a lot like an old Williams. Fantastic things. Were they Renault Williams then? I reckon they were. Fantastic noise. And, uh, yeah, it's something that we're not going to be getting a lot of today. Why aren't we going to get a lot of it today? Because I'm in the Tesla Model 3 Performance uh, driving home and uh, we're doing a drive along today because drive alongs are always fun and I'm driving over some really loud gravel now and it's going to get quite noisy. You see, to a lot of people, um, the sound a car makes is really, really important. I actually tend to agree a little bit with that. I like cars that actually sound good. That's right. I'm driving a Hoover. Yeah, I do like cars that sound good. Always have. Always found something really intoxicating about, you know, the sound of a hot engine, a good engine, a fast engine. Oh, something saying keys not detected. Oh, unable to restart after this drive without key. So the key's not detected. And oh, look, there's a Ranger Raptor about to spray me in the face with some rocks. No, it didn't. Um, yeah, so we. Uh, we do get hooked up with the way cars sound and I think to a lot of us growing up, particularly oldies like me, we've always loved that iconic V8 noise or the V10 noise or some of the, you know, younger ones around in the hot four scene like that kind of Evo or SR noise or a GDR with an open screamer pipe, you know, we all like the way cars sound and yep, driving around in a Tesla, you actually don't get a lot of that. What really, I mean, I don't mind, but I'm old and I don't like loud cars. This, excuse me, will I turn my head the other way to get out of the traffic? Yep, we're using, there you go, there's full power. Do you hear that? That's the way a Model 3 Performance sounds. Not particularly, uh, lovely, intoxicating uh, to, for, from an audible point of view. So, this really got brought to my attention um, when I was watching the videos of the Rimac Nevera that are online now. What a fantastic car. I mean, 1,900 horsepower. And really, like all of these things, and like with the Plaid, within the acceleration videos where they got the in-car cameras set up, it's the passengers that make more noise than the cars. You know, you see Brooks and Drag Times or whoever's, you know, running these things going, as they take off, you know, as the sheer G-force pins them into the seat and tries to rearrange your internal organs, which is quite funny. But it's not particularly attractive, is it? You know what I mean? You don't, I mean, I mean, you have a look at the quarter mile time the Rimac does and you go, hell yeah, I want one. If you just had the audio, you'd go, yeah, what was that? You know what I mean? And this is where it's missing out. And if you look at all the butt hurt comments of the people that, yeah, throw it in a bin, it's junk. You know, you know, give me a, a, a Chevy GT or you know such a thing exists a Chevy SS over that any day even though it runs 16 second quarters because it misses out on one of the tangibles which is the noise which humans are really sort of uh, attuned to now the problem is 
that noise is generally associated with inefficiency. That's right. It's all about conservation of energy. You know, it's a basic physical principle where that the noise that comes out of the exhaust is energy being lost. If that energy was actually trapped in the cylinder and transmitted to energy of another sort to drive the piston down the bore, it would make more power and it would do so quietly. So that's a really, really interesting thing. So the quieter a car is, normally the more efficient it is. Why? Well, not, not, not really, but that's what physics would tell us. And remember, physics is the rule. Everything else is just a, a suggestion. So, you know, putting more mufflers on a car doesn't make it faster because it's still making that, and look, there goes, so there goes something pretty inefficient. That was a 250 quacker. Making a car quieter doesn't make it go faster. All you're doing there is putting restrictions in line to try and absorb some of that energy that's already been lost. And, you know, those F1 motors were brutally loud things. They were ear-splittingly loud. They were fantastic, right? They were actually, like, simply the best. And they were highly efficient, but they still lost a huge amount of power to heat and noise. And you see, this is why turbocharger engines are so good and have extended the life of the gasoline engine some, is because where, where energy is lost to noise, it's also lost to heat, but that heat is then they're harnessed in the turbine housing to make boost, which makes the engine go faster, hence the efficiency picks up, right? So this is where turbocharged engines are so good. But to do that, they also chop up some of the noise waves because it you know, turns essentially right angles in the turbine housing, and uh, we end up with a shit sounding engine again. All very, very interesting stuff. So the biggest resistance to electric cars at this stage, or one of them, apart from most of them are but ugly, is that there is no real sound. I mean, the Nevera makes some sound, the Roadster 2.0, the, the, the um, prototypes that we've seen of that, because it's topless, you can hear more sound, and they all make some sort of like jet ruster noise that is actually pretty cool. It's just um, way too quiet. Uh, if any of you do YouTube that Tesla Roadster, you'll see that there is some noise that comes out of it, and there's a quite a frightened, scared-looking passenger there crapping himself, trying to video the whole thing. So they do actually make noise. And most interesting of this is, <laughs> and this is like, it all ties back together like it does on range anxiety, um, is that there are some videos of, of all things, Nissan Leafs, you know, probably one of the most gutless electric cars ever made, you know, for mass production on an EV scale, but if you remove the covers off them, they're actually quite noisy. Now, it's kind of got, dare I say it, and please don't turn off, listen to me here, hear me out. They actually, Leafs actually make a really cool sound. They sound actually like a UFO or something. That's right, I haven't tried it on mine. Um, I actually haven't driven it for a while, thankfully. <laughs> but yet there are some people online that have recorded close to the motors and have taken covers off them and done transplants in other things and they actually sound pretty darn cool they actually sound cooler than a model 3 even though they produce about a 15th of the power there's something about the design of those things that makes them actually sound all right so for all of you guys that were like saying where do i get a leaf motor from i want to put one in a mini and go motor cornering 
you've got some hope that it will actually sound half decent as well. Can't wait for that, really. Cannot wait. Um, but where does the noise come from? We all know that with an internal combustion motor, the actual noise comes from the explosion and the firing order, the rate of the explosions, uh, the dynamics or the acoustics of the exhaust system. And they can actually sound, you know, pretty cool. But we identify because, you know, we've been around them for so long. If internal combustion engines were new and electric motors have been the norm for the last 100 years, then no, people would probably be complaining about them too because people are just stupid things that are resistant to change as a rule. So where, uh, you know, it, it's quite clear where the internal combustion noise comes from, but where does the electric noise, that whirring sort of jet fighter noise come from? Where is it? So you just need to understand, I suppose, how an electric motor works. And it's, it's how do I put this simply in a way that even I can understand it? Same, quite simple. What happens is that the amount of current going through the magnetic windings causes them to vibrate. Now, as the rotor spins, and there's also what they call cogging, in a reluctance motor as it goes from its high to its low point of its magnetism. And what happens is the vibration of these coils, a lot of it obviously happens outside our acoustic uh, spectrum of hearing, but a lot of it also happens within our acoustic spectrum of hearing so that, you know, you might be punishing your dog if you're thrashing your Tesla without even knowing it because he can hear things outside of our, our spectrum, so to speak. Actually, spectrum's more or our audible spectrum or our acoustic spectrum. Um, but we can hear that vibration, and that vibration is what makes the noise that you can hear from an electric motor. Right, so I've got a plan. The plan is uh, to make electric motors sound great again. Now, we all saw, we all had when we were kids, like I'm sure, well, kids that my age, we all had slot cars, tiny little brushless motor things and that would make a pretty cool noise most of it was the the rubber or plastic wheels on the track but you could actually hear the motors you could smell them too you know they had that sort of burny sort of smell when you were just over revving them and generally beating up on them but they were cool they made some pretty good noises now i'm not suggesting that we all run out and make our our teslas or leafs or toucans or e-trons or conas sound like scale electric slot cars but there is a way of acoustically tuning them now i'm not into what i just saw from audi recently which is where they got a couple of dudes that looked like they had been stolen from a coffee shop they look like baristas nothing wrong with being a barista you know with the little waxed mows and stuff but if you are keep away from um trying to make cars be cool because that generally doesn't fit remember you heard that here first on range anxiety and to my local baristas if you feel the need to spit in my coffee for that just make sure you don't have COVID first actually I'm vaxxed I don't care go your hardest probably add more flavor um and what they were doing is recording noises to play back through you know external sound systems you know to, to bring on this synergy of owner and vehicle to me now remember you heard it here first on range anxiety that is just shit Cars don't need to make fake noises. That is worse than what I thought was the worst thing of the time, which were acoustic generators for the inside of cabins. Remember those? We saw them on Toyota 86s and all sorts of other things of that 
ilk, including the last of the Commodores, actually, which was sort of like a hose that came up off the airbox and, and you know, through some little whistle-type fitting that chopped up the sound waves enough and plugged into the fireball that gave you cabin noise. And it was just horrific. If we're going to make cars make noise, don't make it fake. That's, you know, you can get... There is all these chodes, you know, using the Tesla boombox feature, making their uh, Model S plats sound like Hellcats and peripheral port rotaries and Lamborghinis, Lamborghinis, I should say, and all sorts of stuff like that. To me, that's just wrong. That's even wasting more energy, energy you could be driving the motor harder with on making stupid sounds. Let the car make the sound that it should be making. Now, in the case of an EV, that, that can be quite confusing because a lot of them, all of the good ones, or a lot of them, only have one gear. So if you've ever listened to a Formula E race or something like that, or, you know, I can't even do it, they just rev into infinity, or that's what it seems like to the naked ear, and they sort of, and it's hard to hear them really actually anyway over the straight cut. Um, output drive noise on them, or shall I say straight cut gear noise. It's a bit like a V8 supercar. Yeah, they've got those great uh, V8 sounds, but the gearbox, the transax is normally the noisiest part of the car. Always has been, always will be. Because you're losing, you know, we're generating noise across the friction or across the, the mesh drive of the gears. You know, that's, there's energy being lost again. That's There you go, boys and girls. There's a great example of gear, uh, sorry, drivetrain loss is that noise you can hear in a race car through the straight cut gears a lot of loss there but you know pretty damn strong which is why they use them bigger surfaces bigger teeth less breakage but that's sort of cool because you heard like like you heard with those f1 noises at the start of this epicast you get the different pitch constantly changing as the gears go up and then you get a lot of blipping and revving and over speeding the other way as the gears come down you do not get any of that with an electric motor. All you get is when you lift off the, the pedal, you get the one gear noise that seems to rev forever. And then when you lift off the pedal, you get the regen happening the other way, which sounds different actually, because it makes the it makes the coils vibrate differently. Or it makes the whole assembly vibrate differently and generate a different frequency. Yeah, so they sound different forward than they do in reverse. That is true. Um, Right, so how do we improve it? What we've got to do is make natural noises out of EVs. And they may not be to everyone's taste, but I believe with some acoustic tuning, they could be. So how am I going to acoustically tune an EV without making some fake shit that makes me know better than, you know, the Mustang mach that makes, like, traditional Mustang noises? <clears throat> What's that, the crowd screaming? Those of you that are into cars will get that. Or the Audi e-tron that, you know, makes hipster noises. Or the Model S Platt, which can make, or Model 3 even, which can make all sorts of stupid and unrelated to doing anything cool in a car noises. So how do we do it? What we've got to do is amplify and tune, right, the actual vibration. Well, it is. It's, 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 it's an acoustic instrument now, the engine. And to do that, or the power unit, and to do that, we need to modify the housing somewhat of the power unit around the coils and rotor assembly. Obviously, without uh, reducing its strength any, 
and obviously without compromising it in any way. But I believe we can do it using similar... Oh, look, an Amarok wants to race me. Well, that ain't going to happen, Mr. V-Dub. Sorry, I've got to jump in your lane now. Sorry about that. Um, and yeah, don't flash your lights at me. You're simply not fast enough for that kind of caper. Um, so we're going to do it by modifying the housing with additional parts that bolt onto the housing that will then act as a tuning fork. You see, I'm not that good at acoustics and I'm not that good at music. I studied it for a little bit, but was essentially tone deaf as well as being socially inept, as you probably may or may not know. If you know me, you'll know that's very much the case. Um, so we're going to make some bolt-ons around those sensitive parts of the power unit that vibrate to give these EVs some actual noise. Now, I'm not going to try and patent this. I'm not going to try and make out it's my... Well, it is actually my idea. I thought of it today, but I'm sure someone's thought of it before. Um, the reason I'm, I'm going to come out there and say I'm going to do it is because there's probably someone much cleverer, cleverer, smarter than me out there that can do it and will get an idea from listening to me that I'll actually be able to do it properly because... With my limited knowledge of this, wow, the guy in front of me is in a Mitsubishi Outlander and he's vaping in the car. It looked like a Tesla fire for a minute. Man, that stuff makes some smoke, doesn't it? Wow, we, I'm gonna go straight on here. I'm gonna go a different way because the traffic's just too bad today. Um, so I'm gonna make some bolt-ons. I'm gonna need to listen. I'm gonna use some age-old techniques that we used to when I was really young, like a long time ago, before there were really, really good electronics in the world. We used to listen for engine knock using a bit of rubber hose put over like an exposed thread close to the cylinder head, somewhere on the cylinder head. And that hose, if you listen to it through a stethoscope, used to actually amplify the knocking noise. It's true. I'm not making this up. I couldn't make it up even if I tried. It is actually true. And, um, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go around this Tesla motor with a bit of hose and I'm gonna start listening to it and I'm gonna find out where the loudest points of it are. Sure, they'll be around the, you know, road estate or assembly somewhere. They may even be off the um, gear drawer, the transmission housing, I'm not sure. We're gonna find out. And they're the points I'm gonna work on. So we'll start with something that bolts on there that'll vibrate at given frequency. So we'll try, again, I've got to look at this from, a, I've got to talk to some people that actually know something about sound. But our idea will be to be able to change those acoustic frequencies to something that is not only louder in volume, but is tunable to vibrate and generate a different frequency of noise. So you can have like a deeper note, you can have a, you know, you can have one that only works under the sort of, frequency you're getting under heavy acceleration and has no drone that's it i've come up with the concept of an exhaust for an electric car without actually being an exhaust and more to the point without wasting energy doing it because that would be just dumb and against everything that i believe in what do i believe in saving the planet hugging the trees uh, renewable energy yeah kind of to a degree but no i want every tiny bit of current there is going to that motor not driving some stupid acoustic generator if we're going to have evs we want to go fast we don't want to be going slow at doing dumb stuff like making noises so how does that sound is there anybody out there 
in listener land that's an expert in this field? Because if so, I want you to contact me. And if you contact me at uh, DTEC, D-T-E-C-H at S-E-N-E-T dot com dot A-U, I will actually get back to you and we'll start working on this project together. Because this is one, you know, it's not simple thermodynamics. It, it requires a bit more of an artistic eye than I have. But we're going to try and do it. And it may be a spectacular failure. And it may not be too. It may be something that uh, opens up this market to a lot more people. So there you go. There's, there's our new uh, DTEC EV product, a upgraded EV sound generation system that is non-parasitic and hopefully works. What are everyone's thoughts? I really need some feedback on this one. So even if you're a half-baked engineer like me, the more heads on this, the better, and I'll credit you all with it. Whether it'll actually work or take on is another thing altogether, but let's give it a shot together. So what else is there out there in news apart from Audi employing baristas to make their sound for their e-trons and uh, BMW employing a guy in uh, the cafeteria. Allegedly, it's a true story. I somehow I doubt it very much to come up with the design of the new M3 sort of look. 3 Series Snoot. What else is new out there? Well, there's been all of this like stuff. I don't even want to watch it anymore um, with the plaid. Um, it's quite disappointing. First, as I mentioned, that they're taking so long to deliver the things now because there is so much demand. You know, there is a lot of money around. Oh, that was a big pothole. Welcome to South Australia, boys and girls. There's a lot of demand out there now, and it's cool. But, you know, so the waiting lists are getting bigger and bigger as people just see that they can go near on the pace of a... I worked it out. I did the sums the other day in an argument with someone a $4 million in Australia, even though you can't get one, Rimac Navera, they can do for just over $200,000. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and all of this stuff where tracks are kicking plaids when they're a perfectly safe car, they're dead bloody standard, but they're just, oh no, I've got an L platter in front of me turning right. What have I done to myself, Martin? I'm gonna be here all day. We might have to extend the length of this epicast. So yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed in that whole thing at the, at the moment. I was actually looking at some funny stuff on the Semi today, so I really want to see that Tesla Semi become a success. Not because I'm a mad trucker or anything, or not because I wish harm on anybody else, but I'm sick of the big filthy stinking things that I've got to drive around in traffic all the time. Slow, belching smoke and crap everywhere, full of problems due to their overcomplicated emission systems. And, you know, there are a lot of YouTube experts on that front now that will tell you that the semi will never work because they've calculated that for the equivalent power of one kilogram of gasoline, you need 20 kilograms of batteries going on Tesla's latest battery tech. Well, if that was the case, I actually did some sums. If that was the case, the 420-odd kilogram pack that's in this Model 3 Performance would have to tip the scales at 1.2 a ton, 1200 odd kilograms, which it doesn't. So, you know, YouTubers uh, don't always get it right. Let's leave physics to the physicians and uh, maths to the mathematicians and science to the scientists. Listen to that. That there was an imitation Harley. 
didn't sound too good, did it? So with that, remember to send me your feedback. Thank you once more for listening to Range Anxiety.